I love the playoffs. Anything can happen. But the best part? It's like bonus football. And bonus football means betting bonuses with Gambit DC. For a limited time, get up to a 57% multi-sport parlay boost on the Gambit DC app, online, or at any Gambit DC retail location throughout the district. It's the most exciting time to be a fan. So make your play and get the home field advantage with Gambit DC. Limited time offer, terms and conditions apply. Please buy responsibly. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. It's cute because, you know, Monty's like, um, are you? And Percy's like, are you? And then it's gonna like, uh, you know, it's really cute. Um, I really realized right now that you cannot see my uh, finger expressions. So just imagine, you know, that meme where like the Spider-Mans point to each other. That's basically what I'm talking about. Welcome to the Midnight Bookworm. I'm your host, Neil Gilbert, and today we're going to be discussing a couple of books that have 19th century medical mysteries. Now, do not worry, you do not have to be a doctor to enjoy these books. I certainly am not one. I would say the mystery part is a bit of a stretch. It's more kind of like an adventure, um, who's the killer, what's the remedy kind of thing happening, a little Indiana Jones-esque. Um, but they do have a lot of romance, so do not worry, you will not be missing out on that. I would say it's historical fiction with a lot of romance, and if that's not what you're looking for, maybe there's another episode that's way better for you. But today we're going to be discussing two books. The first book is The Gentleman's Guide to Vice and Virtue by Mackenzie Lee, and the second book is Stalking Jack the Ripper by Carrie Maniscalco. So I'm going to go ahead and read you guys the summary. For The Gentleman's Guide, here's the summary. Henry Monty Montague was born and bred to be a gentleman, but he was never one to be tamed. The finest boarding schools in England and the constant disapproval of his father haven't been able to curb any of his roguish passions, not for gambling halls, late nights spent with a bottle of spirit, spirits, or waking up in the arms of women or men. But as Monty embarks on his grand tour of Europe, his quest for life filled with pleasure and vice is in danger of coming to an end. Not only does his father expect him to take over the family's estate upon his return, but Monty is also nursing an impossible crush on his best friend and traveling companion, Percy. Still, it isn't in Monty's nature to give up. Even with his younger sister, Felicity, in tow, he vows to make this year-long escapade one last hedonistic hurrah and flirt with Percy from Paris to Rome. But when one of Monty's reckless decisions turns their trip abroad into a harrowing manhunt that spans across Europe, it calls him to question everything he knows, including his relationship with the boy he adores. This book is 513 pages. Now you may be like, mm, that's a lot, but there is a lot of plot going on and it's there aren't a lot of um, slow parts to it because I like as the summary said it is like a manhunt like treasure hunt kind of thing and I definitely wouldn't worry about the pages for this one because I think anyone can get through it. Now here's a summary for Stalking Jack the Ripper. 
17-year-old Audrey Rose Wadsworth was born a lord's daughter with a, white, with a life of wealth and privilege stretched out before her. But between the social teas and silk dress fittings, she leads a forbidden secret life. Against her stern father's wishes and society's expectations, Audrey often slips away to her uncle's laboratory to study the gruesome practice of forensic medicine. When her work on a string of savagely killed corpses drags Audrey into the investigation of a serial murderer, her search for answers brings her close to, to her own sheltered world. This book is 337 pages, but honestly, I would say it's a lot harder to get through than The Gentleman's Guide. I feel like there are like some slow parts because the whole point of the book is she's trying to find out who Jack the Ripper is. And so, um, so she has to kind of, you know, wait for every victim to show up, which I guess he kind of escalates at the end, but it is like, it's like a, mm, it's just a long book, honestly, like, well, you're gonna find out later, but I just didn't like that book that much, so when I don't like a book, it's harder for me to get through, but I mean, if you really want to persevere, I think you could get through this book though. My ranking is Gentleman's Guide up at the top and Jack the Ripper at the bottom. Even if there was a third book, I would say Jack the Ripper is still at the bottom. I just did not like that book. I wanted to get through it for like the romance, but honestly nothing even happened. So it was kind of pointless. And then I would just, I just finished it so I could read like the hate comments. Okay, I'm going to read you guys my reviews, but honestly, I don't think that my reviews accurately reflect my opinions now on the books. For um, The Gentleman's Guide, I read it like a year or two ago, but then I reread it um, like a month or two ago. But either way, I just put five stars, but I didn't like add any comment. Now, for Stalking Jack the Ripper, I put five stars and my review said, so good. But in my defense, this was during a lot of, like, exams, and I don't think I was really paying attention to stuff that when I went back and read it, I was like, oh, this was a red flag. So if I were to, like, review it now, I would definitely give it, like, three stars. Um, not maybe, like, 3.5, but definitely not four. If we're going to be honest, I think I skipped past a lot of bad stuff in that book so I could get to the good stuff. But, like, going back, reading other people's reviews, like, reflecting on it, I do not think that my five stars is accurate. So, these books are fairly different in terms of, like, medical mystery. Um, for The Gentleman's Guide, basically, they're, um, Monty accidentally steals something, and so they're being, like, pursued across Europe, and then when they try and return it, they find out that it's part of this, like, bigger um, medical mystery thing and that the answer to this mystery could help one of the characters like live a fuller life and so the medical part of it comes in like I would say halfway through and but honestly like I would say it's kind of like a treasure hunt ish also just like an underdog thing because he steals from like a royal person you no know, and that's that versus like three teenagers but um, Stalking Jack the Ripper, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory in the title, basically. Audrey Rose, she, like, works as, I guess, like, an intern, assistant, apprentice kind of thing. Except she's, like, woman, so there's no, like, title given. But she basically works on autopsies, and then, like, Jack the Ripper's victims start showing up. And she and her uncle realize that it's all, like, connected. And so she starts trying to investigate that on her own. 
Now, although the plot is different, they honestly had a lot in common, and I think just general because of that, it was easier for me to compare them because they had a lot of stuff in common, yet, like, one did really good and one of them was like, Wah. So, my main thing that they differed on was addressing, like, um, POC within the book. So in Stalking Jack the Ripper, Audrey Rhodes mentions at the beginning that her grandmother was Indian and like her mother, um, who's deceased, she like used to, you know, like have like Indian silks like in their house or like food and stuff like that. But like it's mainly used as like a plot device because it's only used to describe like an exotic circus she's in or like loathing like it's not like an identity thing it's definitely more of like a token thing and I honestly don't think it brings anything to the book and it kind of just irritated me like as someone who is biracial and that is basically my mix like I was like what is happening I am so confused because you can't just say that and then like either not like talk about the identity or like only use it when it's convenient you have to make a decision when you put that in there so i don't think the author did a good job with that um if she was fully white like nothing would have changed on the other hand in the gentleman's guide percy one of the main characters is mixed he's half black half white and he's brought up by um he's brought up by his white grandparents in like britain society i guess and i like i like they also, um, they meet, like, pirates who are Middle Eastern, um, no, 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 they're North African, and I, I think they're, like, they're, um, they were formerly enslaved, and they, like, escaped to freedom, which was really cool, I really liked the pirate, honestly, I did not, like, you don't know that there's pirates in, like, the summary, but I really liked them. Um, and either way, I think the book did a really good job. There are, like, scenes where Monty realizes, like, he has, like, white privilege and he doesn't, like, know that until, you know, people start calling Percy, like, exotic or, like, asking about his mother and stuff like that. I found a, a review on Goodreads that summed it up pretty well by um, a reviewer named Chai. And so they were talking about before, like, why this book is good. So that's kind of the context because this is only like a section of the review but it says but most important of all because this is a historical fiction that acknowledges the fact that people of color disabled people and queer people existed in the 18th century and acknowledges all the hardships they have faced this is me now realizing that um this book takes place in the 18th century i thought it took place in the 19th century obviously i did not read that correctly but anyways um yeah, I really just enjoyed the fact that, you know, some people are always like, oh, like, you can't have um, diversity in some sort of, like, historical fiction book because, like, you know, like, such groups didn't, like, mix back then or whatever, but, like, obviously they did. Like, I don't know why people think that no one walked from their country to another country and, like, mixed, you know, so... I, I really enjoyed the fact about this book and it wasn't like the it wasn't like Stalking Jack the Ripper it wasn't like a token character uh, Percy's the main character and um, you know like that is used not only as like an identity part of him but it's integrated and it's a plot where in a way that I don't feel like 
he's a token character and if he was fully white the plot would have been different or at least like the interactions with their people would have been different now moving on to the romance which i'm sure if you've listened to the other episodes you know i always talk about now in jack the ripper it's not mentioned in the summary but the love interest is a person named thomas cresswell he's like another person studying forensic medicine um with audrey's uncle and so in the beginning they're kind of like academic enemies except they're really not enemies like he like flirts with her and she gets mad at him and then she's like oh i would never fall for someone just because they have a handsome face and then she literally falls for him and i was just like girl you need to stop with that complex because it is so irritating and it's the whole book and i did ignore it because i wanted to like find out who jack the ripper was which i mean that reveal was kind of like disappointing i definitely called it um and so yeah but i did like the romance in terms of like definitely like boy falls harder for her or boy falls harder for like the girl and like that was cute like you know got some historical flirting got to keep to the etiquette stuff like that um it's very much focused on how he admires her intelligence but honestly it's kind of like oh like you're a woman and you're smart whoa you know Thomas is like it's kind of like he doesn't like anybody but her which is kind of cute um but I mean overall like I feel like I've seen people post like oh my gosh like my book boyfriend is Thomas Cresswell but he doesn't really have like a personality because this book is from Audrey's point of view we don't know like what he does in his free time like stuff like that like we kind of find out about him and like yeah he's definitely just a love interest and he's not like a fully formed character in the book on the other hand gentleman's guide is monty and percy um they're like there's like years of pining there is angst there is like drunken miscommunication it is just so well written like i love the romance childhood best friends to lovers and it's great i feel like there's a lot of miscommunication i mean especially because monty's kind of like um do you like guys you know because this is what like 18th century and they're both like 18 year olds um men sorry um 18 year old men and so that is like cute because you know monty's like um are you and percy's like are you and then it's gonna like uh you know it's really cute um i really realize right now that you cannot see my uh finger expressions so just imagine you know that meme where like the spider-mans point to each other that's basically what i'm talking about you know in terms of the romance i think it was like it's not like mystical but it's like ethereal kind of the way that it's written at least at the end because um like the ending like there are just some really cute quotes and like i read this this one quote like refers to um uh what is it like cracked pottery that is purposely cracked so that the gaps can be filled um with like gold paint and it's referred to in the middle of the book and it's referred to at the end and like the way that monty views the the pottery like changes um due to like the relationship with he has with percy and it is like so adorable i am telling you guys you need to like earmark that page even virtually just so that you can go back and you can read it like at the end because it is it is so cute coming to my beef with these books aka why i don't recommend jack the ripper audrey was very much not like the other girls she went clothes 
I don't like clothes. Silk is disgusting. I would rather spend my time in, in inches of meat and blood and organs and dead bodies. Ugh, I hate being a girl. Like, it was so, ugh, it was so irritating. Like, I was just literally, I was like, I will slap you. Because then she starts hanging out with, like, some girls. And she's like, oh, it's not that bad. And then she come, and then she proceeds to, like, you know, crap on it, like, a page later. And I'm like, what are you doing? Get some therapy. Like, stop with this internalized misogyny. I get that you, like, like science and that science was not universally a thing that like women were able to like societally but like you can still be like clothes are cool like you know like it it's so irritating also the mystery part of it like you have to guess that jack the ripper right and my problem is that every mystery book i have read in the beginning the main character is always like oh i'll investigate everyone except my family member my best friend my love interest because obviously it's not them and then guess what it is them so i really want a book where like i'm actually like what the book that i like really had that reaction to was blood orange by harriet tice and then also the silent patient by alex michaelis i hope i said that right um yeah those books that was like whoa twist so if you want a better mystery, read those. Um, I have heard, though, that, like, The Silent Patient is kind of problematic. I literally read it, like, a year ago, so I don't really remember, like, you know, the little details of it. But I have heard that, like, it's, um, it has, like, a bad view on women because it's narrated by this, like, really narcissistic guy. But, you know, you might just need to ignore it or, like, get it for free somewhere. Don't give him money, maybe. I don't know. Um... Yeah, so that was my main beef with Jack the Ripper. Gentleman's Guide, I felt like it was written really well. My only thing is that sometimes, like, the mystery was confusing or, like, the solution to finding the panacea, which is, like, it was it's a theorized, like, cure-all for any sort of medical ailment, which is kind of, like, what they're looking for. Um, a lot just happened in the ending, but honestly, like, if you read slow and you kind of, like, repeat things back to yourself, hopefully you'll be able to, like, understand the plot. That's basically it for my guide, so now I'm going to move into who this book is best for. Jack the Ripper, if you like a gory, unsolved mystery, and also if you're just obsessed with, like, true crime, I mean, Jack the Ripper, literally, because that was never solved, um, which this book is definitely fiction, like, trust me, because when you find out who Jack the Ripper is, you're like, mm, okay. Also, if you like, um, like, the instant love kind of thing, like, I know I said it was enemies to lovers, but it's really not. So, like, Thomas is, like, instantly smitten with Audrey, so, like, if you're into that, this is a good book for you. The Gentleman's Guide, if you're, like, a history buff like me, like, there are a lot of, like, historical an anecdotes. Like, they visit Versailles, they talk about, like, the French royals, um, King Louis, the whatever number it is, I think it might have been, like, 15th. Um, also, it was kind of, like, the writing was pure in terms of the romance, like, the romance was not toxic. It was just, like, it was cute, but it was also, like, beautiful. Um, I would say, like, in terms of, you know, like, the faded part at the end, it was, like, Song of Achilles-esque. But it's definitely not that throughout the book. Like, this is, trust me, a different book. Because it's not as, like, dramatic because it's not, like, a myth retelling. 
Um, also, like, treasure hunting. It's I said it's a better Indiana Jones with less colonialism and imperialism. So if you're really into that, um, this is a good book. Also, both of these books are the start of a book in a series. I have not read the second Jack the Ripper book. I heard that it was meh, and it was, like, the characters got really bad characterization. I have read the second book um, in the Gentleman's Guide series, which is, it's called The Montague Siblings, by the way. That's, like, the series name. It's The Lady's Guide to Petticoats and Piracy. That book is so amazing. Um, definitely if you're looking for um, queer representation in, like, the, what is it called? Like, 17th, 18th century? I'm really not sure about the century, guys. Like, this is really confusing to me. Um, also, there's a lot of, like, more pirates. So, if you're into, like, pirates and also, like, doctors. Like, I mean, again, it is kind of, like, medical-ish, but that is a really good book. So, if you like The Gentleman's Guide, you should read The Lady's Guide. Or even if you don't like The Gentleman's Guide, I still think you should read The Lady's Guide. It's definitely different because it focuses on Felicity, um, the younger sister. And it's a different kind of romance. You'll just have to trust me on that because it, it's really good though. Now, in summary, I'm just going to say don't read Jack the Ripper. Don't waste your time. If you're looking for a true crime book, listen to a podcast. I don't know. But definitely read Gentleman's Guide, especially if you want one of those books that you finish it and you're like, I cannot read another book for a week because that book just like tore out my heart and sewed it back together. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to the Midnight Bookworm. If you have any personal opinions on this episode, please feel free to share them on our Instagram, um, look at our website. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode and gotten one book recommendation. With that, this bookworm is out, so peace out, y'all.